that was more famous, Robert Fulgram's most famous book was called Everything I Needed to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. Everything I Needed to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. That wasn't the book I read, though. The book I read by Robert Fulgram was It Was on Fire When I Lay Down on It. It Was on Fire When I Laid Down on It. Now, why would those two book titles be so powerful? Or the content of those two books be so powerful for a leadership lesson? Well, it's really simple. Really, it is very simple. The idea that the lessons that we learned are not always learned in the environment we think they should be learned in. Meaning, sometimes the greatest leadership lessons we learned, we learned long before we were ever expected to be leaders. Long before we thought leadership would be our thing, we learned lessons about leadership. And that's what I want to talk about today on Leading Leaders. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast. And I remember one of my first challenges as a leader. In the Air Force, I was in basic training. The first five or six days, I watched the whole world kind of fall apart. And I thought I had seen enough about being a manager, being in retail, being at the front of the store, getting myself in trouble, getting reprimanded, et cetera, et cetera, that being in basic training was going to be easy peasy for me. I mean, <clears throat> my stepdad had been a drill sergeant in the army. So regimen and being disciplined, that, that was pretty common for me. Of course, I got in a lot of trouble anyway, and so discipline was really common for me. But when I got into basic training and I realized that this was a bunch of grown men, uh, I say grown men, 18, 19, 20 years old, some older than that. I think the oldest guy in our particular group was 24, 25 years old. And yet when they were thrown into this environment of basic training where all your hair is shaved off and you lose your identity and everybody looks alike and everybody is in, required to dress alike and everybody is required to act alike and you go to the bathroom when you're told to and you eat when you're told to and you go to sleep when you're told to, that process tends to break people down. And it breaks them down for one thing very particularly and very intentionally and that is what we would call the social structure. It's really easy when you walk into an environment and you can see how someone is dressed. What kind of watch do they have on? I was talking to a guy just the other day and I noticed his watch was a very fancy watch and I said, what kind of watch is that? He said, oh, it's a tag. He said, but you can't buy them anymore. This particular one is from a while back and when I got it, I didn't realize how important it was, but it was the last of its kind. Tag doesn't even make it anymore. It's even hard to get it repaired but everybody that sees it tries to buy it from me. Well, tag's a pretty expensive watch to begin with, but that's a status symbol, right? So it's really easy when you walk into the room to measure somebody up by the shoes they're wearing, the, the suit that they're wearing, the quality of the clothes that they're wearing, especially if you know enough to know that that's not a $20 shirt, that's not a $10 Walmart shirt, that's a $75, $85, $95 shirt. Well, that's a leadership lesson, right? Sizing people up versus the erasure of the board where everybody's on an even playing field. We all look alike. We're all starting off at the same plane. And suddenly we find ourselves in that place where the judgment from one to the other, the, yes? Okay. 
that I'm live and I told her the other day if the audio is bad and the whole thing is not worth shooting that I should know that but how bad is camera one let's see it's dark well, you can tell I'm there though right and the, off. and the colors off but does that stop the message Come on, come on. You're, you're in this now. Come on. Come on in. Come on in. I want everybody to meet my wife. So right here, you're going to face this camera right here. Say hi. So some of the toughest leaderships for, leadership lessons for us to learn is that relational leadership. And when I talk about basic training and, and all of the barriers, all of the distinctions being removed, it's really easy to think about well, you have the rank. Well, in basic training, you don't have any rank. In basic training, you don't have any, any orders that, that you can look at somebody and go, well, that one's in charge, or that one's more special, or that one has more training. Because in basic training, it doesn't happen. You start all over again. I see, when you look at the two of us, you might think, who's in charge? Well, obviously, she is, right? She's the one with the more dominant personality, as you can tell, right? She's the one that takes over the room when she walks in, right? I mean, you can tell. It's, it's obvious. But here's what you need to know. When it comes to leadership, the lessons that we learn in life don't often look like leadership lessons. Why? Because leadership is influence, nothing more and nothing less. And the reason she's standing here right now is because this is the one person in my life that speaks into everything that I do. There's no place in my life that I make a decision, not financially, not relationally, not spiritually, that this individual, my bride, my 27 years plus wife, speaks into my life. I don't make decisions without her. Everything that I say here, she's listening to. She's judging, she's monitoring the backside of what I do. And so today, on this camera, you can just barely see her in the camera because she barely fits. And on this one, we have to turn all the way around. But like she said, it's too dark. Why? Because when I adjusted the focus, I actually touched the iris wheel. Now, why does all of that matter to you in leadership? Thank you. You're free to go. Why does that matter to you in leadership? Because sometimes the least obvious person in your life to be a leader <clears throat> the one person that you wouldn't think is influencing you making decisions. But think again about that level playing field in basic training. It's not the person with the tag watch. It's not the person with the $3,000 suit or the $2,000 shoes. No, that's not the person who's making decisions for you. While you're in basic training, it may be no one other than your drill sergeant. But the minute you step out there into life and you've got to make decisions on the fly, you better have somebody you're accountable to. You better have somebody watching your six. See, in basic training, one of the things that we learned is that the stronger personalities, <clears throat> they tend to rise to the top. They get noticed. People follow their influence. People listen to what they have to say. I was not made a dorm chief in basic training until day nine. But I held that position until the last week of basic training, the last day and a half of basic training somebody else was there i was the dorm chief in all the photos i was the dorm chief responsible for all of this stuff and i was responsible for those 40 men when the sergeants left because both of my drill sergeants were female they weren't allowed in the barracks at that time after dark and so after dark everything that happened from getting the beds ready for the morning inspection getting everybody in bed on time making sure the lights were out at the same time making sure the silence happened that was all my responsibility getting them up for pt getting them off to breakfast that was all my responsibility at 19 years old well how did that happen 
because personalities will rise to the top. And it wasn't about the fact that I came from a, a home with a single mother and no leadership in my life other than my mom. It wasn't for the fact that I grew up on potato soup and food stamps. Nobody knew that. Nobody cared. It was about, do you have the ability to lead and influence? But now, more than 30 years later, I still live my life in a way where I have at least one person who's constantly looking over my shoulder and asking, are you doing it right? Somebody who constantly has my back, who says I'm on your side and I want to make sure that it's done right. And I'm going to tell you something in leadership. If you're not willing as a leader to both level that playing field straight out and say, I'm not better than you because I have the tag watch. I'm not better than you because I have the expensive shoes. I'm not better than you at all. I may have accomplished more. I may have succeeded more. But in life, we're all humans. We start off on the same plane. The rising to the top happens because you influence people by doing good for them. You influence people by doing good for them. Everything I needed to know, everything I needed to know in life I learned in kindergarten, it's a great lesson. You learn to share. You learn to be polite. You learn to be nice to others. You learn that everybody needs a nap time. Everything you need to know in life, you should have learned in kindergarten. And if you didn't, then the rest of life's probably going to be a little hard for you. You might have been a bully. You might have been singled out. You might have been picked on. You might have learned that you're going to have to work your way up from the bottom because nobody's giving you any advantage to start. Mommy and daddy's money didn't help you get through kindergarten. And it's not going to help you now. Oh, it might give you a leg up. But just being wealthy doesn't make you a leader. Jeffrey Epstein is a good example of that. But I want you to know that as you look at life and you look at the lessons that you have to learn in life and you look at the things that you need to accomplish in life, you probably learned the most important lessons while you weren't trying to learn a lesson. Let me say that again. You probably learned the most important lessons in life when you weren't trying to learn a lesson. You weren't going to college for this. You weren't in class for this. But the lessons that you learn when you're observing others, when you're put in tough situations, when you're challenged by someone, when you're called out by someone, how you handle those moments, those are the lessons that you need to take note of. Those are the lessons that are going to change your life. When you look back on yourself and think, every time I'm challenged, I bow up and I resist and I argue. I question those who question me. If that's the way you react every time, then teachability is going to be really hard for you. If every time you're challenged, you're questioned, you're cornered, you think to yourself, where did I miss this in my own awareness? How did I overlook that? See, these are the kinds of challenges that every leader will face at some point. And it's the arrogant Machiavellian leader who reaches that place of leadership and thinks, I'm above judgment. Nobody can tell me that I've done something wrong. Nobody can tell me that I made a mistake. Nobody has the authority or the power to do that. At that point, my friend, there's an old proverb that says, pride goes before the fall. It's not just that pride comes first before the fall, which is true. If you see somebody in heavy pride, a fall is coming. But it's also true that pride often causes the fall. If you feel like you're above the judgment, above the critique, above somebody speaking in your life going, yeah, you didn't do that right, or you ought to fix this. If you feel like that's where you're at, you might want to throw the brakes on for a minute, stop back, find a mirror, and find somebody who'll speak into your life and go, yeah, I think maybe if you changed this, or if you reconsidered that, or if you maybe talked like this, you can improve those things. 
Because the greatest lessons you will learn in leadership, you may not learn while you're leading. And the greatest lessons you'll learn in leadership, you may not learn while you're studying leadership. No, the greatest lessons you'll learn about leadership are those moments when somebody else influences you and leads you because you need it. Even if you haven't appointed them in a leader over you or haven't asked them to be a leader over you, if they're influencing your decisions, they're a leader in your life. There's nothing wrong with that. Learn your lessons. It'll make you a better leader. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.